0: When the Lord saw that Moses had gone over to look at the burning bush, God called to him saying, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I remember the first time I was in a church in Bangladesh when I saw it. Hundreds of pairs of shoes and slippers all strewn about in front of the steps of the church. Because that's how they showed respect at the church, by taking their shoes off, by leaving behind the dirty, dung-encrusted, work-worn sandals as they entered into a sacred space. I know it's not... Our custom here. However, today, as we're involved in this final Sabbath of the year, as we're engaged in this interactive worship experience, I actually invite you today to be a part of this custom and this cultural tradition with me by removing your shoes. So, I know, I heard the giggles. What? But As Moses did, as we take this time to experience this story, I invite you, if you are comfortable, to take off your shoes, to take off your boots and your Oxfords and your Uggs. For today, we are here in this holy place with God. I have a story to tell you. Once upon a time... Because that's how all good stories begin, right? Once upon a time, Jacob's family moved to Egypt during the time of the famine. He moved to where his son, Joseph, the prince of Egypt, lived. Joseph and his 11 brothers were very blessed, and they grew and grew and grew in number until the whole of Egypt was filled with the chosen people of God. But one day, a new Pharaoh, a Pharaoh who did not know Joseph's family, looked around and saw just how many there were in the land. And Pharaoh did not like it. In fear, he wondered, what if they all suddenly left? Our economy would fail. Or worse yet, what if they tried to overthrow his reign? So Pharaoh made a decree and he ruled that all boys that were born should be cast, should be thrown in to the Nile River and killed. And for those that remained, he turned all of the Hebrew men and women and children into to slaves. People chosen by God who had been blessed and multiplied in the land were suddenly turned into slaves. He forced them to work in the hot, hot fields. He ordered them to trudge around in the mud filled with hay, not just to build a few bricks to make a fireplace, but to build enough bricks to erect two ginormous cities for his kingdom. This, in, this was all part of Pharaoh's plan to, to regain his control. And the people groaned at the excessive labor, and they died defeated in the heat. They felt the sting of the whip on their bodies, but worse yet, they mourned the life that they once had. Finally, the Hebrew people remembered God. Isn't this the story that we see in the Old Testament? Life gets good, and we forget about God. But finally, the people remembered the promise to them, and they cried out to God, and God heard them, and God saw them, and God had a plan. So to solve this problem, God called the wisest man in all the world to save his people from the Egyptians. So God called Solomon. Wait, is that right? No. Well, I'm leadership characteristics. It must have been someone strong. So to solve this problem, God called the strongest man in all the world to save his people from the Egyptians. So he called, of course, Samson. No? Oh, he didn't call Samson. Okay. Well, well we'll try a different trait. Wait, but no, no, I've got another person. Like, you have to call someone who's dedicated, right? So, to solve this problem, God called the most dedicated man. God called Enoch, right? No? Who did God call? You don't know. Well, we're here to learn together. Does anyone know who God called to save the people? Moses. Moses. I know you did already say it. I should have listened to you the first time. We owe the things our young people know. If we would just take the time to be like children. Right? So, you think it's Moses. But friends, Moses doesn't have the characteristics of a leader. He wasn't very wise. He after all killed someone. He wasn't the strongest, when things got tough, he ran away and abandoned his family. He also wasn't very dedicated. He actually questioned God. So this, this is the guy that God chose to literally save people from slavery? Moses was the person God chose to walk out thousands and thousands of people to be a witness for the kingdom God chose Moses I mean okay he did have a couple of redeeming traits he he was bicultural he grew up both in his mother's home and in the palace he spoke multiple languages and he was wealthy but Moses that guy that guy God called to be his witness That's a lot of pressure for someone who is a seemingly no one. But it's also a lot of faith on God's part to call someone with such an interesting past. So why am I talking about Moses on this final Sabbath? Friends, I feel like Moses has so much to teach us. And it's one of the first characters in the Bible that I felt like we as a church can relate to. Moses. Who's unsure of himself. Moses, who makes excuses when he doesn't think that he has the gifts for it. Moses, who just is not someone anyone else would think God would choose. Moses. But there are three really important lessons that we get to learn from Moses. And the first is that with God calling, going for God, being a witness for God, means growing for God. Each one of us is called to grow with God. And for Moses, this man with the past, this someone no one would pick for this job, but God, Moses, he began growing with just a simple response. God called his name and Moses said, here I am. Wow, what a growth moment. What a deep and committed moment for this man to have, this man who has been away from his family for 40 years, this man who is living on his father-in-law's property, this man who once used to be this prince of Egypt and is now a shepherd. This man grew with God the moment he opened his mouth and said, here I am. Being a witness for God, going for God, can be as simple as uttering those three words. Here I am. One of the greatest ways we can grow for for Jesus this new year is literally saying, here I am. Waking up in the morning and saying the words. And friends, I'll be honest, we all have lives and they can be pretty busy at times And I will be truthful and say, there literally have been a handful of days this year where I woke up in the morning and I told God, don't use me today. Please have less faith in me. Don't give me more to do today. But friends, it it can be so simple, just starting with those words, here I am. Going for God means sowing for God sharing the news with God with the resources that God has already given you. God called Moses like he calls each of us to reach out to the world, to lift someone out of despair, to sow the good news with those that are around us. For Moses, he was asked to literally face a king, a nation, part of his identity. For us, it could be as lofty as that, but for some of us, it could be as simple as our neighbor, the checkout person at the grocery store, or even one of our closest friends. God called Moses with his lack of credentials, with his inability to speak, to stand up and to be a witness. And God provided Moses right from the beginning with the things that he needed. Moses said, but God, I can't speak. And God said, great, here's Aaron. I'll tell you, you tell Aaron and Aaron will speak. Before Moses could voice his imposter syndrome, God gave him miracles and signs. God told him, here, just show the people and they will know that you are a witness for me. God called Moses to stand up for his people. Just to be a witness. And Moses said, here I am. In 2023, do not be afraid, for God is with us, Azure Hills family. The work can be overwhelming. We may feel like we do not have the time or the means to be a witness, but being a living testimony for God can be terrifying. Let's be honest. I read uh, a quote from the Talmud this week that a friend had shared, and I want to share this with you right now. Do not be daunted by the enormity of the world's grief. Do justly now. Love mercy now. Walk humbly now. You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither are you free to abandon it. For us, sowing for God, sharing those seeds, being a witness for God will be different for every single one of us here. Some of you are called to preach, to use the words that you have in a public sphere. Some of you... Have the amazing gift of being able to teach. God has shown you ways to minister to others. Teach people your ways so that blessing can continue. Use that resource that you have. Some of you have been called to witness just by being you, by being present. That's an incredible ministry, friends. When you just take the time to stop and be present for someone in need. It begins with the resources that we have, with God and with the things that he has blessed you with. So if you have a phone, you can be a witness. Text someone a prayer this week. Do you have a car? Bring someone to church with you. Do you shop online? Say God bless and give cookies to your Amazon delivery person. Say yes to being a deacon here on Sabbath. Say yes to being a Sabbath school teacher. Say yes to being involved in the work of our Elias Community Center. As we leave this place, as we make a difference in our community, friends, sharing our resources outside of this church is a way that we get to be a witness for God. I had a colleague once say that if the only people in your friend network are other Adventists, You're doing witness wrong. Friends, experiencing God is more than just knowing about God. It is experiencing God. The burning bush is such a vital experience for Moses because it was the catalyst for a relational experience. There's this book called Experiencing God by Blackaby and King, and in this book, the authors share with us the difference between knowing God and experiencing God. Knowing God is when we're just sharing details or characteristics. Like we know God is loving, God is kind. Yeah, we, we've read that. We know that. But if you have taken the time to experience someone, you know them at a deeper, more personal level. And this is something we can do as an easy witness, and we oftentimes don't do that. So we're going to practice just a little bit today. And I'm gonna give you an example. So instead of knowing God, we're going to practice experiencing God. So we get to the next slide, Jackson. I'll, I'll show this with you. Here's how we do it, as Blackaby and King said it. They said to share who God has been in your life. So for an example for me, it would be like, hi. Everyone, my name is Linda. God this year has been my healer. I have gone through a lot of health challenges, COVID twice, I tore my knee a couple months ago. But I also had a really rough moment uh, with the mental health crisis at one point this year that I shared with the children's ministry family. Um, It was really rough, and I didn't want to be here anymore but God, my healer, was with me and restored me. Thanks be to God. Friends, just doing those short sentences, hi, my name is Linda. God this year was my healer. He brought me through a difficult year. Thanks be to God. Is me getting to share a witness. It's me getting to name my experience with God. It's me being able to reach out and be relatable to you. That can be one of the greatest witnesses that we have. And so we're going to get to practice this as a church. The next slide, you will see a phone number. For those of you that are watching at home or are a little uncomfortable speaking here in the sanctuary out loud, I invite you to this number, 951-266-9838, 951 9838 But for those of you who have the gift of gab, I invite you, as our kiddos are coming through, you'll see them standing with their mics in the different aisles. I invite you to practice witness, to go for God by sharing your testimony with us today. Short testimony, two to three sentences not hyphenated, dot, 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 run on sentences, just two to three, and you're going to follow this. Hi, my name is God, my descriptive word. How has God brought you through? And then end with a thanks to God. So I see a few of our mics. We're, we're, we're running around. I see we're in the different aisles. And so now gets the gets to be the time where we take the time to give God thanks to God. How has he seen you this year? How what has he brought you through this year? And so we are opening up the time for us as a church family, for us to experience one another as we share in this way. I see a hand, but I don't see a mic. And so please make sure you start with your name, Mike. Yes. Hi, my name is Sylvia, and God
1: is my best friend. And yesterday was my birthday and my sister sent over, since I'm here with my daughter and grandbabies, she sent over a cake, flowers, and with it came some Rocky Road ice cream. And I was most impressed with that because I said, wow, my sister knows my favorite ice cream, it's Rocky Road. So I did a video, thank you, and I sent it over and I said, thank you, I'm mostly impressed that you know my favorite ice cream. She says, I didn't send you no ice cream. All I sent was flowers and a cake. And uh, then I thought, oh, God, thank you, because you know my favorite ice cream, and Mm -hmm. you sent it over. Amen. Thank you, God.
0: (laughs) Thanks be to God. That's a great one. Friends, are there others? I see in the back.
2: Hello, my name is Marcy. And God is my father, and he made me feel way less lonely and gave me a sense of community this year.
0: Hmm. Amen. Thanks be to God. That's fantastic. Friends, are there others that want to share? I've got one here on the phone. Hi, my name is Mason. God is my Savior. God has brought me through by helping me with my schoolwork and protecting me wherever I go. Thanks be to God. Hi. Amen. Oh, I see one here.
1: Hi, happy Sabbath to everyone. Happy Sabbath. Uh, my name is Laurie, and I have just been blessed all year. And the, the, my, my reason was I'm going to say that God has been my provider, my guidance. And with I started out in the year not certain about... Uh, the job I would return to as a, um, I was just a substitute teacher and different things I was doing. I also had been a tutor and I do have an unearned income. But you know how that happens when you decide not to, uh, not to retire all the way and you go back. And so I was so blessed. I had more calls than I could handle with people calling me to do the jobs I've been to, teaching jobs as a sub. One, teacher, one person would call me like oh, they need me on Wednesday and Thursday. I had work the whole week. Things like that happen. And also with my family, I've gone through things with the family having illnesses. And my aunt is the matriarch of my family is 96. She had her birthday October 22nd, and I'm so blessed because she's the matriarch of our family. And we've seen God do so many miracles besides providing just um, things that have been much better this year after COVID. I've seen a lot of blessings, and I'm so thankful for this church. And Yay. I want all of you to have a happy new year.
0: Thanks be to God. Indeed. Thank you for sharing. Let's see here. Hi, my name is Jen. God has been my peacemaker this year helping me make peace with the tough situation and to be okay with it. Thanks be to God. Hi, my name is Janelle. I am thankful for the blessings God gets me through and shows me. I ask him how to continually grow, wait, I ask him to continue to grow in my family. Thanks be to God. Are there others out here? Oh, here, here, oh here, hi. Hello, happy Sabbath,
3: everyone. My name is Retari Tambunan. I'm just be thankful and grateful to God for God is our healer, especially for my mom. She was experienced uh, being unresponsive on Tuesday, and we called paramedic 911. And finally, my mom took to the hospital on Wednesday because she had another episode of stroke. So she was... Uh, hospitalized for three days for observation, 72 hours. And finally, she got discharged on Friday evening to be with family, and we are so happy and blessed. And we thankful God for his blessing. And today, my mom is here. She wants to have a communion. And I'm so blessed, and I'm so thankful for the church member and to pray for her all these three days, and also we are blessed and also I've been healing and I'm also still in the process of healing. Mm-hmm. So I still asking for prayer for me and my mom. And we're able to pass a year 2022 to welcome a year of 2023. And God bless us all, thank you so much.
0: Amen, thanks be to God. And mom, we're so glad you're here. Friends, are there others out there? I've got one here. Hi, my name is Leilani. God is my protector. This year I got into a major vehicle accident, and God was able to protect me and help me heal from the trauma. Thank you, God. Amen. Hi, my name is Jasmine. God is my protector. God has brought me through a mental health challenge and stress life has been throwing my way. Thank you, Lord, for having me here. Oh, I see one in the back. Oh, hi, Jordan.
2: Hi, my name is Jordan. God, my deliverer, freed me from a host of sexual addictions, and he is teaching me what it means to have intimacy with him and to love him. So I'm very grateful for what the Lord has done in my life.
0: Amen. Thanks be to God. Hi, my name is Kayla. God has been my counselor through school relationships and emotions. I'm thankful to turn to him with all my questions. Thanks be to God. Hi, my name is Tidan, you guys are here. Speak, God, my provider for my new house, finished boards after 13 years of education. Thanks be to God. My name is Millie. Am I forgetting someone? Okay, okay, I'm coming. I'll read this one, and then I'm coming to you guys. My name is Millie, and God has provided me in areas where I honestly had no faith in these little miracles that have helped me experience God in my life and give me hope for the future. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks be to God. To the back, to the back. Hi, my name is Naomi, and God is my healer because yesterday I came from the ER from I think tearing my arm. You moved from where, Naomi? The ER. (laughs) Yesterday. (laughs) Girlfriend. Are we good? Yes. Thanks be to God. (laughs) Thanks be to God. (laughs) Hi, my name is Paul. God is my joy. My daughter and brother are getting married, not to each other. Thanks be (laughs) to God. (laughs) Do we have,
2: oh, up here, yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name is Marcus. Um, God is my strength. Um, He literally gave me strength throughout this whole year, those moments where I'm just sitting in the car, laying in the bed, just sitting at my desk, just having nothing to give and didn't know what to do at times, and God was there for me, and so thanks to be God. Thanks, what is it? Thanks you to God?
0: You can just say thank you, God. Oh, thanks God, yes. Yeah. (laughs) fantastic do we have any others i have one here on the phone real quick hi my name is almita god is my loving teacher and professor revealing his loving character and making me a better mom and wife thank you lord amen
2: oh okay I actually was just fanning myself so <laughs> I'm raising my hand, but um, I'll just stand up. Hi, my name is Tidene, Um and I just wanted to say thank you to God for being my provider as well. I know that um, other people have said that. Um, this year, a lot has happened, and my husband and I, Morgan, he's actually on call right now, so he's not here. Um, but a lot of things have happened in our lives, um, completely unexpected, um, but I just, like, I think it's so important to listen to God and to really move, even though you may not see what's ahead of you, Um, because we've been, like, hoping to get a home for probably over a year, and it was really stressful, (laughs) Um, things just not really looking good, finances not being there, but, you know, we were just praying, and one day God was like, you know, just start looking, and we did, and everything just fell into place (laughs) within, like, a couple weeks, and um, so I'm just so grateful, and I just want to encourage everyone um, that even if you may not always see ahead of you, just move with God, because you never know which do- what door he can open mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Amen. Thanks be to God. I'm loving all these messages we're getting from the youth. Hi, my name is Renee, and God, my friend, has helped me realize how many people I actually have with me. Who I can rely on and who my friends are, and I realized this during one, during one life. Oh, during one life. After our last night during Jira, during our last worship, I felt safe. Thank you, God. Especially when I felt really alone. Thanks be to God. Oh yes, to who? Yes, Jen. Hi. Oh, uh, I'm gonna sit. I'm I'm a different Jen from the one earlier that you read. I want to speak on behalf of my family. God is our sustainer. It's been a tough year um, following my husband's traumatic brain injury, but praise God, you know, we waited for disability to come through. God sustained us financially um, with help with Zara's tuition at school, paying bills. Phil finally is receiving disability and is receiving a lot of relief from his headaches in the last couple of months. So I just thank you, God, and praise God. He is our sustainer. Amen. Thanks, to God. All right,
2: I think I have one more here. Um, hi, my name is Nathan. God is my strength because um, this year I lost my sister.
0: Um,
2: thank you, God.
0: Thank you, God, for giving me strength (laughs) through this year. And yeah. Amen. Nathan, thanks be to God for being a witness for us right now. Friends, each one of you who spoke, who shared, whether you used your voice or whether you shared in writing, friends, these are all ways that we can be a witness to the world around us. And I have lost my iPad, but because the podium is gone. But, but, but thanks be to God, we are a family that forgives. Family, this is such an incredible time, and there's something that I wanted to point out, that God is calling each one of us, that God is calling us to go for him, to be a witness for him. And today as we're getting ready to celebrate communion, I just want to remind us that when God gave us that great commission, he wasn't just speaking to the people of old. He was speaking to each one of us here today. Thanks be to God for Deb Chong. (laughs) Friends, I also just want you to take a moment to, to realize this call. It is to each of us It is for the young. It is for the young at heart. God has called each of you to be a witness in your own way. And as a reminder, I remember sitting here in the sanctuary last week and just looking up. Have you ever looked at our stained glass window here? Do you see the text? Do you see this Bible verse? Go ye, from Matthew 28, from the Great Commission. Go ye therefore... Church family, we are called to be witness. We are called to go for God. And we continue, and I pray that this is our journey together and individually in 2023. Friends, before God had this moment with his disciples, he had this moment at a table with his followers. And God invited them to eat with him. And he invited them to sit with him. And during this Passover meal, God equipped them. He shared with them what would happen. He told them of the things that were to come, equipping them, resourcing resourcing them, emphasizing that it is the experience with him that matters.